Hello, aloha, and welcome to Quirk and Circumstance, a podcast about living a life outside the box, even when you spend the majority of your time in a cubicle or within the boundaries of a role like professional, student, parent, or partner. I am your host, Kat, and in this episode called Spilling the Real Tea, my amazing friend Alice, who is also an attorney, is joining us for this life challenge. Um, in this challenge, we decided to write 10 letters of gratitude or thanks Um I say letters, but letters or emails um, over a, a pretty short period of time. And then we got together afterwards to talk about um, what that was like, what the response was, and whether we would recommend it to others. So take a listen. Well, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to be part of the podcast. I'm excited. Thank you for including me. Yeah. Um, I love that you agreed to this challenge specifically. And I, I, I sent you a couple different ideas for things that we could do, but what made you, what made this one jump out to you? So writing a bunch of gratitude emails or letters to people, like, why did you, why did, why did you want to do this challenge in particular? I think part of it was like, you know, work has been slightly frustrating for things that I've already discussed about. Um, In our private offline conversation. Yes. You know, like I'm starting a new job. Things are kind of hectic. My mom was like, you know, like like she was injured, you know, she like broke her ankle. And Mm -hmm. so everything seemed kind of chaotic and kind of just stressful. And I think that affected my mood. Like this beginning of the year just seemed kind of stressful. And like everything, it just felt like things, bad things kept happening. Right. Like it Mm -hmm. was hard to not be in that like mindset that like, Oh, something's bad. Gonna something bad's going to happen. And so, um, the idea of spending time to appreciate and reflect on like the people in your life, like having gratitude for the things you, the people you have and the things you have in your life was something I think I just needed just seemed Mm -hmm. like the right fit considering everything that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like if the wallpaper of my life currently is feeling really funky or it's feeling like, you know, it's kind of taking over my thinking from wall to wall, then what can I do to at least just, you know, incorporate some other thoughts and some other, you know, stories and some other feelings hey, in the midst of that? Hold on one second. My um, sure, assist- sure. assistant is knocking on my door. Okay. Hold on. Hi, Sorry. <laughs> no worries. It's kind of fun to eavesdrop a little bit on you doing attorney things. Like, oh, there, there's Alice. Alice is lawyering, lawyering over there. This is ridiculous what I just got in the mail that they inter office me. <laughs> what do you mean? So they reimburse us, you know, when we like, I had to go to a deposition. So they reimburse mm-hmm. me for my BART ride. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know, for some reason, I thought it would come in my paycheck, <laughs> but they inter office me um, the checks for it, which is hilarious. Oh, oh, yeah. They're like, here, we'll just give this to you separate. And it's no big deal. And it's also hilarious because there's certain things that like, if it's over a certain amount, you need like a pre-authorization. So then I just did them each because I, it was, I was in deposition for four days. At least I went to the deposition for four days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so then I just did it individually. So I wouldn't hit the whatever 
thing. So I didn't need another, another, um, authorization. So I got four yeah. checks for $7 each. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yes. You know what I love? I love that the apps for the banks though, you don't even have to go to the ATM to deposit yeah. anymore. You can just take a photo and yes. then it's in there. So it's like not that big of a deal. It's just like click, click. And yes. then it's all the money's in there. Yeah. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite. But it's also, yeah, it was funny because we got inner office stuff and then there mm-hmm. was this other thing attached and I was like, I have no idea what this is. But I do have an envelope that says confidential with my name on it now. Whoa. That sounds really important. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted <laughs> with my exciting reimbursement of $28. I hope I can leave that in. Can I leave that in? You can. Um, okay. Nothing privileged so, about that. <laughs> here's my question for you. Um, what's your history with like thank you notes? Did you, cause some people, their parents, you know, they like make them sit down and write thank you letters and thank you notes and things like that. Did you, did you have to do, my family did not, my, my family fell down on the job of writing thank you <laughs> notes. <laughs> like I did not get this skill until becoming an adult and receiving them. So I'm just wondering for you, like, did you, did you grow up doing that kind of thing? I had to do it, um, with certain people. Like if it was someone like someone my mom worked for that I ever got gifts from. Some of the people gave me like birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. So I would have to write thank you letters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they also had to be in cursive because these were like usually old white ladies. And oh, yes. That's to be like your nicest, <laughs> yes. nicest penmanship. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I had to write thank you letters depending on who they were. Like I didn't write them for my family when I got gifts, but if they were, if they were from like, my parents, like colleagues or coworkers or bosses, I would have to write them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a practice that you've kept into your adulthood? I used to write, like I used to do spontaneous cards for my friends and stuff. I think I was mm-hmm. better at that or sometimes I would do it. Um, I've kind of dropped the ball on a lot of those, <laughs> you know, I- Oh my God. I feel like I have to, I mean, I feel like I used to do a lot more just like creative, like little notes and things like that yeah. for friends. And some of that has gone a little bit more into texting, right? Like you said yes. that funny, you know, gif or gif or however uh, you want to say it, you know? Um, but it's different than like a little thing in the mail, you know, absolutely. or a little thing, even, even something that's a little more sought out in an email. Yeah. I get peeved when I, I, because there's certain things, right? Like if you, when I attend like a wedding, right? Like, or, um, for these, these events that I have to go to like people's baby showers and stuff. Mm -hmm. I still think those are those, those events, people should give out thank you cards, Mm -hmm. but I would say only like 10 to 15% of the, my friends actually do it. Really? Yeah. Most people don't do it. Wow. That's, they don't even do like an email, like, Hey, thanks for the blanket for my baby or whatever. No. Wow. And it's just, I think it's, it's weird because especially like, um, all these like baby things I have to go to, Mm -hmm. it, it peeves me because I feel like it becomes this whole thing about just their child and this giant party versus like having like a get together where everyone's like, celebrating and having fun and like acknowledging that people are taking time out to come to these things. 
because there's mm-hmm. this expectation that we're all supposed to be there. And um, it's not that I don't want to be a part of it, but then it, you know, when I, especially the baby things, because I don't have a child when I go, mm-hmm. even when I go, I don't really get to see my friends because they're so busy with their kids and I don't necessarily get to play with the kids because the kids are playing with each other, but there's this expectation that I go and, you know, I want it. It's not that I'm like, I don't want to get your child a gift, but I think the acknowledgement that people show up and not just for me, I'm not saying I need a thank you card. I think everyone that comes should get one. And I think it's a good Mm -hmm. practice. Same thing with weddings. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it's interesting because I, I, I think I, I associate the thank you letter or note or whatever with the gift, but you're bringing up something interesting too, that it's like, how about just even a thank you for attending, you know, and most people are going to bring a gift anyway yeah. to something like that. But, but the thank you could also be for just attending for like the gift of your time and your attention and your care and your love yeah, and wanting to be a part of that milestone. Exactly. So that's, oh, that's interesting. You're, you're, you're expanding my mind, Dallas. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you feel when you do get a thank you note? Is it kind of like, oh, that's nice. You just sort of toss it aside or and you move on. Is it Does it really mean a lot to you? Like what, what's your thought process when you receive one? Well, I think because it's so rare that I get one these days that I really appreciate it. Like especially mm-hmm. if they're handwritten. Most people mm-hmm. don't write things. It takes a lot more effort because I know it takes me a lot more effort to – write something and isn't it amazing how much effort it takes our hand to even just like we're out of practice <laughs> write out the letters yeah I don't have I don't have good penmanship you know, as a result like that's for sure asking me to write a thank you card in all cursive that looks the way it used to look is is going to take me a really long time because I would have to practice now yeah um but I do appreciate them like it's you know even like any kind of cards, right? Like it shows that people have taken time and, you know, thought about you, which is nice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And take and done the action of not just writing it, but like sticking it in the mail. Yeah. You know, it's like, I was just complaining about, Oh, I, you know, I love that. I don't even have to physically go to an ATM anymore. And it's not even like when you go to an ATM, you have to talk with a live person. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I just love it. I don't even have to walk anywhere. I can just snap a photo and then there's my money. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's a nice activity. It's a nice thing that someone does on behalf of you when they go and put something in a mailbox. I absolutely. Um, <laughs> I know for me, because I didn't grow up writing thank you notes, um, I just, I didn't ever, I also didn't really receive many thank you notes either. So I don't know if I was giving many presents or what, you know, what the deal is. But um, when I got older, you know, into kind of my late teens and early twenties and started using my own money to buy presents and using, you know, my own time and money to go out and celebrate birthdays with people and, you know, and buy things that I really like really thought about and, you know, gave to them. When I would get a thank you note back, I just felt like I had received the same kind of gift back. Like I just, like I felt so touched by it. And I mean, and I had a similar reaction the first time someone said, it's nice to meet you because I thought they really felt it that was nice to meet me. And I was like, well, it is really nice to meet you too. You know, like I just, like it just, you know, it felt really genuine and really sweet to receive it, you know? And so I think after I, I received a couple of thank you notes from people, then I felt 
I wanted to start doing that too, just as a practice when I received a gift. But I think what's kind of cool about this activity, this challenge that we're going to do is um, it's really kind of out of the blue for the people that we send the gratitude emails or letters to. Um, and we're just thanking them for like, you know, anything from things that they've given to us to like the intangibles, you know, at least for me, like I've been thinking about, you know, who are my people? And, um, you know, I think, you know, we talked about 10 people over the course of two weeks, which feels like a bit of a heavy lift, but I think it's doable. I think it's doable. Okay. Um, what do you think will happen for you as a result of writing your letters? How do you think you'll feel? I don't know. I'm hoping it helps lift my, like the stress of what I have going on, right? Realizing that yes, things are stressful, but there's a lot of things that I'm thankful and grateful for. And, um, and I think I'm hoping it helps me not take advantage of some of the people that are in my life that like, I've been trying to think about the 10 people, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, I could easily just name 10 people, but I'm like, no, I want to think about people that I think will appreciate this and that, like, I really want to sit down and think about how they've been in my life and what they've contributed in my life, not just, you know, 10 people off my contacts. Like, I can write, I can write an email to anyone saying something that's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't want to do that. You know, I want to sit down and think about like, you know, how these people have contributed to my life to be to where I am, you know, and I'm looking forward to it. I think sometimes I think we all do, but I know I do. I am. I'm not as available as I want to be, you know, I don't check in as much as I, I want to be. And I don't let people know, you know, how much I care about them and how much they mean to me all the time. And I think this will help me put that in my forethought, you know, like think about it more often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the same thing when I was, you know, I I put my list together of who are, you know, who are 10 people and there's definitely a range. And I I felt like, oh, I want to pick people from different chapters of my life. And I want it to be also a range of like, because, you know, you did X, Y, Z, you know, I'm changed as a person to like, because you did X, Y, Z, my career took a different track to because you did X, Y, Z, you know, that made just my, my life a little easier that year, which was hard for me, you know, like I wanted to have like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of career, a little bit of like school friends. And, um, and what was interesting was I read this one article, um, or actually it was the letter that President Obama wrote to the country as he was finishing up his term. And he's actually saying like, thank you to the country for letting me serve. And I've learned so much from you and here's how I've been changed. Right. And that's kind of his, and it's a really inspiring letter and I'll link to it in the show notes so that people can read it too. But when I read that, it also made me think about not just thanking, you know, like, mentors and peers, but also thinking about people that maybe I have by, by being a part of their lives or maybe sharing something with them, they actually gave to me more 
you know, so one of my, one of my, um, my examples of this is like my sister, she's younger than me, but she's like, just like, she's sassy and she's funny and she's, you know, brash, you know, and just like a go-getter. And, um, for me growing up, I was a little more shy. And so because she was the younger sister and kind of the baby of the family, she was more likely to, you know, tell my parents like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, kind of stand up to them and push for what she wanted. And she taught me how to do that more in life, you know? So, I mean, I was like, oh, like, and so reading that letter from Obama made me think like, oh, I can thank my sister, even though she's younger. And typically people would, would say like, oh, you know, you are teaching your younger sister things. It was actually the other way around. Yes. I can thank her for that. You know? So I don't know. So I'm excited. I'm excited to do, to do the letters. And, you know, I I want to try to remember as I go into it too, to not expect anything back from folks and to let them know that I'm not expecting anything back from them, that I'm really doing it for me. Do you think you're going to tell people that it's part of an activity that you're doing? I was wondering that because I read the links. There's that one where the guy, the guy was a coach and he like started his, um, his emails all kind of the same way where he said he's, you know, he's doing this exercise. And I don't know, I was thinking about it earlier today. So I tell people it's part of this exercise, like it's not an exercise, but part of this project I'm doing, or do I just send it? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I haven't decided yet either. It's, um, it was an interesting article. So it's, it's written by this guy, Joshua Spodek, and he wrote 70 gratitude emails in the course of, uh, I don't know, a few months. And part of it was that he, you know, he was taking a class from a marketing guy. And the guy said, if you can do like 10 gratitude emails a day, then I'll give you this marketing course for free. And he's like, you know what? There are lots of people I should express gratitude to. Why not? You know? So he did it. Um, and it's kind of cool to read through his results too. You know, he said that it, it was helping, you know, it helped him to feel like, well, first he felt a little bit vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. that it's, it is a little bit vulnerable to tell people how they helped you. Um, but also that he heard back from folks, some people, you know, just very minimally. And then other people shared back with him similar things that he'd done. And it was just great to receive from them, um, you know, their reflection of him. So I don't know. It was a cool article. So yeah. So I'll link to that in the show notes too. So that if people want to read it, they can read through that. Um, but yeah, I haven't decided yet either. If I want to just say, you know, I'm really trying to make an effort. Maybe I'll say something like that. Like I'm trying to make an effort to think about the people that have, you know, helped me out of my life and let them know how they helped, but there's no expectation of anything on your part. I just wanted to let you know. I was also thinking there are some people I don't have their email addresses, but I'm connected on Facebook. So I think it's okay to send the message on Facebook. I think it's okay. However you want to send the message. Like, I don't think it changes the intention behind like the project that we're trying to do. I think sending a Facebook message or however the message gets through, I think would be fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anything else, any other thoughts or anything you want to add before we get started on our two week, 10 email journey? I'm excited. I am. And it was interesting that it, 
I don't, I actually have not fully decided the 10 people yet. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be a lot easier to decide. I know, right? And you can always do more. Yeah. So we'll see. Like there, there's some people I want to write to, and I don't even know how to start with some of them because it, um, like with one, I was going back and forth, whether I was going to write one to my cousin, Jackie, we grew up super, super close, but I'm not mm-hmm. close with her anymore, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, I am not grateful that she's still in my life, even though we're not close. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. It probably won't be the first email I send. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know there's a little bit of like, Oh, maybe I'll get in the rhythm first yeah. and then, you know, put that person a little later, later in the list. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear how it goes. I'm excited to see how, how it goes for me and to hear how it goes for you. And so we'll check in again in about two weeks and then weigh in on stuff. I'm going to try to keep some notes too, as I go along about like what it felt like and this and that, but I have a terrible memory. So I don't know if I'll remember if I don't write things down. (laughs) Writing things down is always a good idea. Isn't it? It is. It's hard to stay organized. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Alice. Thank you, Kat. Did we come back and have a conversation that I get to play for you? Yes. Was it two weeks later? No, no, it was a little bit longer, but that's okay. We still have much to say. Take a listen. So how did it go? What did you find easy? What did you find hard? How was it? I think it was hard to find time to actually do it. I thought about it a lot, but I do what I had to do. Um, And I think that's life. Um, It was... It wasn't hard once I actually sat down and did it. Like, I wrote seven letters in one sitting. Um, well, it's it's a matter of finding, like, a chunk of time. And when I sat down and thought about it, thought about gratitude and what I'm, who I would want, to, you know, who I want to send a letter to. And, I mean, it, certain people were really easy to think of. And there were people that I would have sent letters to that, I think they probably would, it would, it probably, writing a letter wasn't the best um, method of getting it to them. So I didn't choose certain people. It was interesting. Like, yeah, it was interesting how I decided who, who got letters and who didn't. And it wasn't because some people were more important than others, but a letter was just, it would work better for some people and not others. Um, It was hard to get started. Because it was like one of those things that was just on my mind that I just never really got around to doing. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, you know, for me, it was like, well, this is important. I want to take it seriously. So I want to make sure I have enough time to, you know, really sit down and give it all my attention, you know. And they really, for me, they each one did take a long time because, you know, I really wanted to think about it and tell the person, here's what I'm grateful for. But also, here's the impact that you made on me and on my life, you know, here's the result of it, you know, because of you, I felt better about X, Y, Z, and here's how that translated to who I am today, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I had, I had that too. I also, as I was writing, there were a couple of people where I felt really like, I don't know, like a little vulnerable and kind of embarrassed, you know, like it's, it actually, it is sort of a vulnerable act to tell somebody thank you for something that meant something to you years out, 
Yeah. You know, it's like you haven't heard from me in years, but I'm just reaching out to tell you something about feelings. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you like talking about feelings these days. I don't know. I'm just gonna tell you something about feelings. <laughs> you know. Um, and there were a couple of people that I sent those to that I didn't hear back from. Most people I heard back from. I would say 80% of the people I heard back from, 70, 70%, 80, people. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, but a couple I didn't hear back from. And so I had that vulnerable kind of spiral, like, oh, God, was it weird? Did I say too much? And I kind of had to let it go, you know, and to say, you know what, this, this, and I said it clearly in every message, like, I'm just telling you this to tell you this, to express to you what you meant to me or what you, how what you did meant to me. And you don't have to write me back. There's no expectation of writing me back. So I had to like remind myself of that and say, you know what? This is for you. It's just, it's just for you. This is a practice for you. No, I totally agree. Like after I sent them, you, I did, you have, I have this like, this however long it took people to respond and they didn't have to respond. But I also, in in my letters, I told them, like, I, I went back and forth whether I was going to tell them I was, you know, what sparked this was this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I ended up starting them, telling them, you know, like, I recently um, agreed to do this podcast about this. And, you know, it really wasn't the reason I, I mean, it's the reason that sparked it and got me to do it now. But I also didn't want to not tell them that I was doing this podcast but I also mm-hmm. it was hard because I didn't want to be like oh I'm only doing this because of the podcast and I'm like it that part was hard to start and kind of get into to write about um but I did tell everyone I was doing the podcast so you did I did yeah I, yeah go ahead I but I also wanted to let them know it wasn't just, I mean it shouldn't take a you know any kind of project that I'm doing that's separate from this to express gratitude. And I, I mean, you know, I don't want to, I don't, you shouldn't have to tell people every day that, you know, like I'm grateful for you because then, you know, you're just saying, you're just saying it. Um, but the response I got, a lot of people were like, I really want to hear this podcast. And I was like, well, it's not done yet. So I'll let you know <laughs> when it's finally done. But people were really kind of really excited about this. That's sweet. Um, yeah, they were like, oh, um, I got, I, most people, I think, responded, and it was nice. It, I mean, when I wrote those seven letters, like, it was, like, my whole Saturday, like, morning, half, afternoon thing that I did, you know. Um, yeah. But it was nice. Like, I sat, and I was trying to think of, like, memories and times that, like, you know, that made me think of my friendship with them, you know, things we had gone through, things that they had said to me, you know, that maybe that meant a lot. Um, And it was weird. I mean, it was weird in the, it was weird because a lot of the memories were, you know, I was going through some kind of hard time and they were there. So it brought up a lot of those old memories Mm -hmm. of some of the chaotic and some of the sad moments of my life. But I mean, it was nice because I was like, you know, these people were there for me during those times. And, you know, I had funny memories too, to share with them. Um, yeah. it was, it was a good exercise. It, I mean, 
the hard thing was starting and I'm not surprised because I like, you know, I like to work up against deadlines and it's still not something I can really conquer. <laughs> I, I shouldn't need a deadline to do this. I should just do it. But no, I get it. I get it. I think I'm similar. <laughs> I'm very similar. And you know, I, I, I have a similar thing too where when I was thinking about who am I going to write to and there were people, you know, it was like, you know, writing to an old coworker who was really a grounding force for me when there was a lot of work upheaval, you know, so things like that. Um, but also I found there was a scene with a few people and it's probably because I'm in the first stages of launching a podcast. So it's all about having a voice and being, you know, being courageous enough to say, may I have something to say and I want to put it out there for the world. So, um, you know, I wrote to my little sister and I think I mentioned her in our first conversation, you know, that, she was someone who showed me that I could sort of persist and ask for more and um, be a little braver in the world because I was kind of a shy kid. Um, yeah. I had a friend in middle school who we were in choir together, and I always was like, oh, I like to sing. I think I have a good voice. But she was like a sing-out-loud kind of girl. And because of her, I learned to sing out loud, right? And we would sing together all the time. And so she's somebody that, you know, every few years we used to write an email back and forth, but um, she was one of my thank yous. And it's funny because she actually works at radio now. So, you know, so I wrote her the thank you and I said, you know, you helped me with having a voice as a kid in middle school, which is really, you know, it's just really hard, I think, a lot of times for kids at that age. And I was like, and now, you know, I'm at this stage where I'm having a voice again and it's making me think of you and. You know, I'm so excited to see you working in radio, blah, blah, blah. Um, and her response was so sweet. She was like, God damn it, Catherine, I love you so much. Oh, my God. You know, it was just like forceful and sweet and brash and loving and all the things about her that I just, you know, that I just adored. So it was nice. A lot of the other responses were um, also just like sweet thank yous and a desire to catch up. Right, because a lot of the people were folks that I hadn't talked to in a while, so they were like, "How you doing? What's going on? How are things?" Um, and that was nice too, you know. But I, I think it was just, I don't know, it was it was nice. What kinds of responses did you get from folks? I got a lot of sweet messages. Um, I wrote one to Philip. I've known Philip since forever. I've known him since I was like eleven. And our friendship has evolved over the years. We're very close now. We were not always close when we first met. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, he was, he, you know, immediately, you know, he responded fairly quickly. I think he was the first one to respond. Mm -hmm. um, I know he checked his email. Um, but it was also funny. Like, it's, I think the way people responded is really indicative of our relationship. Like, Philip was very sweet. Um, but he also joked about some of the people that I would send letters to. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was weird because I, um, I'm close to my high school friends, you know, I'm, I still hang out with them and see them often, but of all of them, the only person I wrote a letter to was Philip. Mm. Um, and I, I told Philip, I was like, well, I wrote this not just because, um, you know, like, he's the only one I care about and I'm grateful for. But I was like, also, I wrote it to see who would, I think would actually appreciate it. Um, I, some of my other friends, I, first of all, I don't think they would ever check their email. Um, so mm -hmm. 
which which is fine if they don't check it, but I also think the message wouldn't get through. Um, and some of them, it was just, it's not that I'm not grateful for the relationship. It's just, uh, it just didn't feel like a, something I would ever do with them. And I think if sending it to them would be somewhat awkward, like they wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, like, well, look at you, you're talking about feelings, like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And I think I know some of them well enough where, like, I don't think they would know what to do with it, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I, you know, I can talk to them in person, we can hang out, but that's the nature of our relationship versus some of the other things. Um, yeah, so I did joke about some of the letters I would write to other people, and I was huh. like, nope, none of those people got letters. I was like, and... It was weird because I was like, oh, yeah, it didn't. It, I was like, nope, none of those people are getting letters that you're joking about. And I was like, yeah. And there are people who were like, a lot of them were just really sweet messages. A lot of them wanted, a lot of them had texted me, actually, like, after they read it and said, like, they wanted to talk to me in person. So, I mean, that was the response I got from some people, oh, which I was like, you. yeah, let's make time. Um and, yeah, I mean, I think most people have responded, but it was it was weird for some of them to, I was like, oh, we could talk about it in person. I didn't expect that response. <laughs> yeah, you're like, but, oh, I'm going to elaborate, I guess. <laughs> I was um, like, we could sit around and talk about this. But, <laughs> like, okay. Um, okay, so <laughs> you mentioned in our last call that one of the reasons why this this challenge jumped out to you was because there was kind of a lot going on in your life and um, it wasn't all feeling positive. It was just kind of feeling like day to day, not very easy. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, um, but you said, you know, this was something that you were hoping would just kind of shift your perspective a little bit. Is that, is that accurate? Yes, that's accurate. Um, Yeah, I think, you know like I'm still you know life still seems crazy you know I'm still fairly new at this job there's a lot of change but writing those letters helped me feel more helped me feel more grounded um, because I know I have people on my team right like no matter what goes on um, I know that I'm not alone in this, right? Like I can, there are definitely people I can reach out to if I need support or, you know, just to laugh or whatever, which is helpful. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't have to do everything by myself. And, you know, I do have a community, which was nice. Um, so the past, you know, couple, I think it's been what, maybe three or four weeks since we started this, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think, life is any less chaotic I think it's just my perspective has shifted a little bit you know not to say that I think everything is you know perfect or anything but I think my perspective has shifted a little bit and I like it yeah I think for me um I think the biggest thing that I got from it was looking at that theme you know sort of that theme of like who am I feeling especially grateful for right now and seeing that theme around having a voice and speaking up and putting yourself out there and being courageous around your point of view. Like all of those people were the people that were really coming up for me that I wanted to express thanks 
two. And I was like, wow, this seems to be really where I'm at right now. And that's important. And can I take some more care for myself around those things? So, you know, can I give myself pep talks, do a little extra meditation? Or like, what can I do to care for myself around these things? Um, and to also notice, you know, if there's negative self-chatter that's like, oh, you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't say that, or you shouldn't, whatever, can I just kind of say, you know, like, thanks, self, for saying that, you know, thanks for that chatter, moving on, like, not listening to it, because we've had this lesson many times over, you know, that, like, I don't stifle my point of view anymore, that's something that's way from the past, so. Also. Yeah. Um, you also want to hear something funny? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I, I came into the office today, and I guess there was a mindfulness workshop at work yesterday. Uh-huh. So I have this printout. I have this printout. I assume of the presentation. It goes, mindfulness, being present in the moment. And it talks about, like, practicing mindfulness and meditation and stuff. It's just kind of funny that we're closing out the um, gratitude podcast on the day that this is on my desk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the universe is nudging you. Go check it out. Yeah. Or to just find ways to incorporate mindfulness in your day. Yes, I think it's important. And I think it's, yes, it's important. Not just going day to day with the tasks I have to do. Oh, my God. It's so easy to get into that, though. It is when you get a list of things that have to be done and deadlines, it's just then it becomes a to-do list. But just, you know, we all have to-do lists. But um, there is something about being present in the moment, you know, and not just concentrating on a to-do list. Yeah. So I think, you know, I'm thinking about whether I want to continue this. I've definitely been more mindful about giving thank you notes for things that people do for me in general. You know, so... Like, I had a coworker who was like, oh, I bought these shoes, but it's too late to return them. And I don't know, do you like them? Do you want them? And I was like, yep, these are great shoes, and they fit me. If you sure you don't want them? And she's like, yeah, just take them. You know, so I was like, I brought her a little thank you gift and a little note. Aww. You know? So it's like, it's, you know, things like that. Like, it's making me more aware of, of things like that. So I think I want to continue gratitude notes for little gifts and you know, to continue to think about people who made a big impact in my life in different ways. Um, what about you? I think it's important that I stay present and being aware of the community that I have. Like, mm-hmm. I think the past couple of weeks have shown me that, like, I've been able to lean on people. I've been able to reach out to people. And um, I think if I do that, other people also feel comfortable hopefully doing that with me um and I think just those little things of you know like a little thank you note or just telling someone you appreciate them when they've done something that means something to you right Um, and it will make a difference you know like it's so easy to get lost in just the chaos of like being alive and life happening you know um yeah I think I will definitely keep this project that we did in mind. Um, you know, I don't think I'll be writing letters the same way I have, but I think I'll reach out to people more and tell them that they, you know, tell them that I care about them and, you know, little things like that. 
Yeah, totally. Totally. So the one thing that I like to ask folks as we're closing up the podcast is if there's a song that makes you feel like dancing or if there's a song that's just, you know, maybe it's not a dancing song, but it's just like giving you life right now. Um, and to tell us why it's giving you life right now, why, why you're loving it. So do you have a song you want to, you want to tell us about? Uh, I've been listening to that Charlie Savon song, Got My My Life on. Shine on. It's poppy, it's fun, you know, I feel like I would have moved around, but I don't know. I also like reading about him, you know, like he's super young, just, you know, and he's clear and all this stuff. It's, I think it's a fun song and I like reading about, you know, this young little queer boy coming out and making a name for himself. Like, where do you listen to the most? Um, I probably listen to it at home more often so I can dance around. I actually have a um, song giving me life playlist on Spotify and I'm, I put a link to it on the, um, the website for the podcast at quirkandcircumstance.com. So, um, so what I'm doing is I'm adding all the guest songs to that playlist and then I have a bunch of other songs that I'm just loving, loving, loving right now. So um, so I will send you the link to that playlist too just so you know where it is. Perfect. I'm very excited for the playlist. Well, thank you again, Alice. I so appreciate you being a part of the podcast and we'll have to do another challenge in the near future. I think we absolutely should do another challenge too. <laughs> So there it is, Letters of Gratitude, and we both would recommend it to anybody and everybody. Um, let's see, any other things to tell you? I guess uh, our intro and outro music is by the Tartu Rock and Pop Institute. A link to the song that we are using is on the website, quirkandcircumstance.com. That's also where you can find our show notes and links to everything else we mentioned in the episode. Um, last thing is, if you can, please subscribe um, to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review there. Okay, thanks so much. 